Felicia Rashad is Dean of the Chadwick A. Bozeman College of Fine Arts. Hello, and thank you, Leslie and Tracy. All of our students here are so inspired by Chadwick Bozeman, a Howard grad who was so committed to this university. And as you know, Chadwick was nominated last year for Best Actor, and we are so honored to announce the nominees in this category. The nominees for performance by an actor in a leading role are Javier Bardem in Being the Ricardos, Benedict Cumberbatch in The Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield in Tick, Tick, Boom, Will Smith in King Richard, and Denzel Washington in The Tragedy of Macbeth. Yes. Welcome back to the Popcorn for Dinner podcast. I'm your host, Bankole Mokwede. And today we're going to be talking about the 2022 Academy Award nominations. And joining me today, it's always an honor just to be nominated alongside him. It's Jibs. It's Ajibola Ajiboye. That's oh what my, my name is God. now. <laughs> How are you? How are you? How are you? How are you? I am stressed the fuck out, man. I need to start an OnlyFans account because this life is just killing me. Um, what would be your content? But um well 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 that's too i'm thinking i'm thinking feet i'm thinking feet because like feet well i don't know about that i don't know about that i've I've given you a lot of thoughts as you can tell um i'm thinking feet because first of all your face is not showing and then the hope is that the people that are paying for feet pics are too weird to like they're too weird to show it in public so like it could be very low-key also, if anyone comes across you on OnlyFans, like they're not gonna be like, "Oh, it's you in public," because then you have to know that they also. <laughs> so wait, that looks like <laughs> yeah, they're also like scourged um, OnlyFans. Anyway, <laughs> we're talking about OnlyFans videos today. We're talking about real cinema. We're here to celebrate Jared Leto not receiving an Academy Award nomination. Or cry, depending on for. depending on how you feel about it. I, I, oh my god! Honestly, Jared Leto got nominated for a Razzie yesterday. He could have got an Oscar nomination today and both of them would have been correct because that House of Gucci movie is a it's just a combination of of opposites. Saturday Night Live sketch? No, I don't... I, there are too many smart people involved in that movie <laughs> to have not known what they were doing. And that's the way I've approached the movie. I've approached the movie that like, everything there is intentional. And when you go like that, you just enjoy the movie. So yeah, obviously we're talking about 2022 Oscars. Yeah, we're just going to go through the nominees. But we're only going to go through the above the line categories um no disrespect to the other categories but we just don't have that much time netflix and jane campion's power of the dog leads the pack with 12 nominations with the nominations in best picture director actor two supporting actor nominations supporting actress adapted screenplay cinematography original score sound film editing and production design so yeah so that means the Academy has seen this movie. Yeah, yeah well, they all have Netflix all, accounts, apparently. They all have Netflix and they've probably seen this one. They probably like this movie as well. And I think this is probably um, oh, oh, the way it looks. This is this is running away. This is going to this is winning Best Picture. We'll talk about that later. Again, we're not trying to predict this episode, but like, this is going to win Best Picture. I think that solidified it in this this nominations. But anyway, Dune. So I've got the odds up if you interested. No, no, let's not do odds. Let's let's <laughs> first of all, no. Okay, obviously I'm gonna say on the podcast now. Go on. This is the last time you're looking at odds. <laughs> because I don't wanna when, you, when you're doing your predictions in about a month's time, you're just getting who the favorite is. I want you to actually use your brain and your heart. So this is the last time you're looking at odds. So you have to promise to the 
all our five listeners that this is the last time we're looking at odds. Bankley is so scared that I told him the odds about Chadwick Boseman winning last year and he didn't win. <laughs> no, did you? I didn't. I didn't do it. Like, that one, that one was odds, heart, mind, soul. That one, everyone knows. No, no. Come that. on, man. What's, what's the fun if I go with, like, I want this to win and then you're just like, well, the math says, throw with the odds. Stop being a nerd. Stop being a gambling nerd. No, but, like, I think the first Oscars that I really looked at odds was the Revenant year. And DiCaprio was, like, favourite to win. And he did. And I thought Matt Damon should have won that year easily for The Martian. Yeah, obviously. But now you're on a film and TV podcast, so you can't just be reciting odds because you know what, Obiora? Do I, do I want to choose the best art or do I want to make money? This is not for the money. If, you're, if all you're doing is odds in this capitalist world, Obiora, you know. they can go somewhere else if, they, if they're <laughs> just saying odds. They come here for your personalised opinions and My views. Takes. And your terrible takes. So you can't oh just recite gosh. odds to them. So this is, today is the last day you're looking at odds. Red Notice with Dwayne Johnson and Gal Gadot didn't get nominated, so that's tough. Oh my God. Anyway, Dune follows The Power of the Dog <laughs> with 10 nominations. Notably, it has no director nomination for Denis Villeneuve. So. That was strange. And then Belfast and West Side Story are right behind Dune with 7 nominations each. So I think we'll just go through nominations and then just whatever we'll talk about in each category, we'll do that just so we can run through this as quickly as possible. So let's start with Best Director. The nominees for Best Director are Kenneth Branagh for Belfast, Ryosuke Hamaguchi for Drive My Car. Good one. That's pretty cool, yeah. Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza, Jane Campion for The Power of the Dog, Steven Spielberg for West Side Story. Listeners of the podcast hopefully know that, like, <laughs> I haven't seen Licorice Pizza, um, and I don't plan on seeing it before the Oscars, unfortunately. I'm going to... Oh, actually, Obi, I haven't told you about this. This was going to be... I'm telling you live on air. Go on. I'm going to do a PTA month. We're doing a PTA month? I'm doing okay. a PTA month. I, I don't know when it is, but we're going to do a PTA month. I haven't watched any PTA movie, which is so surprising to me. That's insane. Yeah, but we're going to do a PTA month, and we're just... Yeah. The best director of the 21st century. I haven't seen any of his movies. That's insane. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. I... Start with Hard Eight. I watched that last month. That was pretty cool. That's, That's the first, first movie. movie. I'm going to do it in order of okay. when they came out. What's Steven Spielberg? Why is he here? Because West Side Story is a fucking incredible phenomenon and might be his it's best remake, movie man. in like 20 years, if <laughs> maybe even longer. It's a remake, man. What's, what's that about? It's a very good remake. Honestly, I think West Side Story is because, well, we'll, talk, we'll get about that. We'll get to that in a second. Um, yeah. Do you have any thoughts on Best Director apart from that terrible take about Steven Spielberg? <laughs> you haven't even seen the fucking movie. Like, I haven't seen the fucking movie. I'm just he's so, I've seen the original. Uh, um... No love for Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah, I think he was like probably a long shot. I don't. I don't think he was the one that got knocked out from this Hamaguchi thing because technically probably get best picture nomination. Are you leaning on? Are you leaning more on for more on um, Denny? Yeah, I think Denny is probably the person that was got knocked out by because obviously Hamaguchi is the surprise nomination here, and I think Denny is probably the one that got knocked out. And even after Denny, you probably have Ronaldo Marcus Green who directed King Richard. King Richard is the best picture nomination nominee and like it's not there so i think i think lynn manod have probably been a few wrongs quite low but he's also nominated again this year for music he's still such a musical isn't tick tick i might switch that off when i'm watching it man he's oh my god he's still looking <laughs> for that oh for his egot so um oh yeah that's true yeah okay so do you know who else has an egot banky who else has an egot Whoopi Goldberg. I knew. I just knew that's what you're going to say. I, you're not going to beat me. Do you want to talk about? Let's talk about best lead actor. I'm not. I'm not falling for that rubbish. 
Um, so yeah, the nominees for best lead oh. actor are Javier Bardem for being the Ricardos, not for Dune, which is sad. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch for The Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield for Tick Tick Boom, Will Smith for King Richard, Denzel Washington for The Tragedy of Macbeth. So it's funny because just everyone that has seen Tragedy of Macbeth obviously says Denzel is giving like one of his best performances in, in years. The funny thing about it is like, especially best actor, I can't write anything off, man. Oh, after yeah. After yeah. what happened last year. But, but my point <laughs> is that Benedict, I've obviously seen Power of the Dog, Tick Tick Boom, and King Richard, and all three of them are doing either their career best work or like their best work in a very long time. Really? It's so, it's like, I think. In any other year, like, for example, we'll talk about this when I talk about Power of the Dog, but in any other year, I think Benedict Cumberbatch wins the Oscar for reasons that we'll talk about later. In any other year, I think Garfield wins for Tick, Tick, Boom. Will Smith has obviously been the favorite for a very long time, but anything could happen. Like Anything can happen, man. The Power of the Dog tied that will obviously will run across all the other categories might carry Cumberbatch as well, because he's he gives a truly incredible performance. Denzel is Denzel. He hasn't won in a very long time. So if they're like, okay, well, it's time to honor him again for a very good That'd performance by, by all accounts. That'd be really funny. That's so like, it's... And it, again, I mean, the two times Will Smith has lost an Oscar in 2002 for Ali. Mm-hmm. Did you see Jamie Foxx? For, no. So he lost Ali t- to Denzel, Training Day. Right. And he lost... And then he lost Pursuit of Happiness to Forrest Whitaker for Last King of Scotland. So anyways... The two times he's lost, he's lost to black actors. So I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's fine time for him to win, <laughs> and maybe he loses again to Denzel. <laughs> to like, we'll find out. like Hollywood, Hollywood loves uh, Will Smith. But like, look, Oscar voting starts March seventeenth. Will Smith has over a month to just like do his Will Smith shit, like go out and charm people and like get your votes and do what you need. I to I think do. what happened. I think what what should happen is he should probably just. Um, let Jada just keep talking, then the rest of the industry will feel sorry for him because she's going to say some more wild shit. Then he'll win. <laughs> Playing chess. <laughs> Playing chess, man. Okay, now so lead actress is probably one, probably the biggest shock of shocks of the day, actually. So best lead actress nominees are Jessica Chastain for The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Olivia Coleman for The Lost Daughter, Penelope Cruz for Parallel Mothers, Nicole Kidman for Being the Ricardos, and Kristen Stewart for Spencer. Woo! You have, have you seen Spencer? No. Listen, I'm a royalist, right? But I just can't be asked with any of like the royalist like, movies. Do not that start a sentiment, sentence by saying you're a royalist <laughs> on this podcast of your I swear to God. Hold on, aren't, aren't Javi Bardem and Penelope Cruz, aren't they like together? We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Don't worry. So, obviously, the biggest shock of the day here is Lady Gaga not getting nominated because she had been nominated at the BAFTAs, the Critics' Choice, the SAG. And, like, SAG, SAG is strange because... for Okay, actually, SAG. Me, this is a good point to say. For anyone who doesn't know how the Oscars work, each, per, each person in academy votes for their category. So, actors vote for actors, actresses vote for actresses, blah, blah, blah. Editors vote for editors. And then everyone votes for best picture so that's why it's very likely most times that for example the sag which is the screen actors guild would reflect the people that are getting in the best actors and actresses because it was actors that voted in sag same thing with like dga which is directors guild or wga which is the writers mm-hmm, guild mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it is very very like surprising for lady gaga to get nominated at BAFTA's critics choice and then sag and then just somehow doesn't get it at, at the oscars 
Um, I mean, that's just surprising. I can't, there's no further explanation to say there. Um, Jennifer Hudson also failed to oh, get yeah, a nomination that's here. surprising as well. Yeah, and she got nominated at the SAGs. Gosh, how many fucking biopics, man? Oh, Christ of mercy. Bro, I said, let's, let's do the Bill Simmons rule, man. Best lead actor in a biopic, best lead actor for a fictional role. Like, just <laughs> let's just do it like that. Because biopics. looking at this, what, this 10 nominees, only two, three people are not biopics. Cumberbatch for the Insane. Power of the Dog. Okay, Denzel. So, I mean, but like, Shakespeare I mean, is basically still... a biopic. <laughs> but like, Cumberbatch for Power of the Dog, Denzel for Macbeth, Olivia Coleman for The Lost Dots, and Penelope Cruz for Parallel Mothers. Every other one's a biopic. I'm sorry for Kristen, Kristen Stewart, though. I didn't know you were a Kristen Stewart fan like that. It's more of people uh, um, calling her, because, like, you know, after, after the whole Twilight stuff, people. Oh, yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. I mean, she's proven that. On, on them, that's like she's a bad actor. She's just, like, you know, drab and yeah. no charisma whatsoever. I'm just like, you guys, come on, man. I mean, it's, it's the same, same thing with Patterson. Our part, our part just went yeah. to go and do indie movies, went to do, like, that amazing movie with um, the Safties. They're yeah, comparing her to Cara, Cara Delevingne. Yeah, that's okay. No, no, that's not. Um, that's not. I'm going to delete Twitter when I saw that, man. <laughs> like, come okay, on. Okay, let's let's go. We don't have much time. Best Supporting Actor. Cara Delevingne. Kieran Hines for Belfast. Troy Kotzer for Coda. Jesse Plemons, our boy Jesse Plemons for The Power of the Dog. J.K. Simmons for Being the Ricardos. And Cody Smith-McPhee for The Power of the Dog. I think like J.K. Simmons was the real surprise here. Like no one had his name down. Um, um, Belfast just completely for both actor and actress, um, Jamie Dorman and well, yeah, I mean, and um, Katrina Alba- Katrina Balfe. They would have both been in supporting, which is very surprising. Like so, I mean, really, I thought they'd have been in. Okay, I think everywhere else, I think their campaign was for supporting. Like the kid is really the main actor. I mean, maybe the. Woman could have got said sorry. Maybe Katrina Balfe could have got a best lead, but I've been very surprised. I think they are both being supporting. At least I, I think their campaign was supportive. Obviously, you know, as we know from the Kaluuya and um, Stanfield, yeah, debacle is where people want to vote you for. So maybe again, maybe that's a problem. Maybe votes were split between them as lead and yeah. supporting, and then Jamie Dorman. They got neither. Dorman, I always botch his name as well. Another um, victim of the yeah, Dorman, Dakota Johnson, those guys. I got yeah, yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, it's like. They they any bad um blockbuster or whatever and they're like these guys are bad actors. I, I was yeah. I was really happy for Donan watching that movie. I was like, you're really good in this. So uh, yeah, anyway, Belfast. We'll There's one team we should call the four that Donan is in and he's with um Julian Anderson. Yeah, that's yeah. he's fucking terrifying, man. That's yeah. uh but yeah, our boy Plement, obviously, Power of the Dog, which is his first Oscar nomination, which is like okay, first of many. I did not know it was his first. I thought he already had a couple already. But um, he's always in like the role, the things he does are really like, he's like, I, he's like the Philip Simmer Hoffman. It's just like, he doesn't, he just absorbs into his roles. Yeah, and he's always and like not, maybe the second supporting actor. So he doesn't yeah, get the, the domination. Yeah. And it's just always for example, like, just like, yeah, I get what you do mean. Do like all these weird spots and stuff. But you know what? He's weird getting roles. that lead actor nomination though. When it comes <laughs> to it. Um, oh, the Scorsese movie, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, shit, why have I forgotten what the Scorsese movie? Is it the flowers or something? Yeah, Killers of the Flower Moon. How did that just leave my mind? That's so weird. Anyway, I would have personally loved to see a Mike Feist norm here for West Side Story. He's incredible in West Side Story. Um, Yeah, but I think Ben Affleck and Ben Affleck for The Tender Bar and Bradley Cooper for Licorice Pizza. Bradley Cooper, man, what happened? 
Has a lot of people haven't seen that movie yet or something? They all got nominated for at SAG, but like no one here. I mean, Licorice Pizza has no acting nomination. So speaking of Hoffman's son is in that. Um, Elena Haim is in that as well. Prani's really good in that though. Yeah, also, but no acting nomination. So yeah, I mean, yeah, Cooper. Cooper gets time. Like guys, come back in a couple of weeks for the Bradley Cooper episode. I really enjoy that because I love Bradley Cooper. Anyway, Best Supporting Actress, Jesse Buckley for The Lost Daughter, Ariana DeBose for West Side Story, J.D. Dench, Dame J.D. Dench for Belfast, Dame J.D. Dench, Kirsten Dunst for The Power of the Dog, and Jonah Ellis for King Richard. Like I said, I'm, I'm just really surprised that, like, Katrina Balfe is in here, but just looking at the list, I'm assuming it came down to be, like, Katrina Balfe versus Dame J.D. Dench, because mm-hmm. I don't really know who else would have been bumped on this list, so, Yeah. I mean, Jesse Buckley is someone I, I always like singing. So it's nice for her to get this kind of like recognition. Ariana DeBose is, is, is incredible. And guys, come back on Monday when I'll be talking about Ariana DeBose on our Music Calls episode and how good she is in West Side Story. Um, yeah, and I'm just very happy that Andrea Ellis got it because midnight the start of the theatre watching King Richard, I was like, she's getting an Oscar nomination and I'm so happy that that came You just knew. Yeah, she's like, there is one scene, and I know that's the scene. Like, for example, if at the Oscars this year they do clips, that's the scene that will be at the clip is when she really, like, goes toe-to-toe with, does she, with Will does Smith. Does she tell the truth, too? No, she doesn't. She does doesn't. Not. Okay. <laughs> tell the truth. <laughs> anyway, okay. Let's let's keep on pushing. Best Why did Will Smith take that role? Because he was trying to get this, the Oscar <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. Best adapted screenplay. Coda. Drive My Car. Dune, which was, I did not expect that. I guess maybe people, people did, but I didn't expect it. Um, the Lost Daughter and Power of the Dog. So, yay, Maggie Gyllenhaal. God. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you have any thoughts about this? I mean, my main thought is I didn't expect Dune to get best adapted screenplay, so that's nice. I well, guess. People really shit on Dune. People just think like, oh, nothing happens for the first one and a half hours. I don't know I what feel like are. I feel like you're talking to the wrong people. I, I don't know. I feel no, like no, no, I'm t- no, I'm talking to the the population <laughs> i don't think so i i'm talking to the general population i feel like you're interacting really with the wrong kind of people happens. because general population really like dune so i don't really know who you're talking and to and i with. thought it was a really good movie really everyone else thinks it's a really good movie no 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 a lot of people thought it was really shit man i think a lot of people were just expecting i don't know who you know, you're talking another, to again again another marvel movie you where need to, like you need to you change know. your friends you need to change your, your circle <laughs> of friends i'm just saying you need to get involved i, I don't know um Everyone tune in in a couple of weeks for our Dune episode. So, um, the Drive My Car yeah. uh, mm-hmm. nomination is pretty interesting because a lot of people, like, it's on the adapted screenplay, so as a foreign movie. Mm-hmm. So, it's definitely going to win foreign movie, isn't it? It's, it's pretty interesting because, like, a lot of people must have seen that movie in the Academy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people must have really liked that movie if it's getting this many nominations. Mm-hmm. So, that might be a sneaky contender, one to keep our eyes on. Well, yeah, it's also interesting. Do you know what's also interesting? Because we'll get to it in a second, but Best Original Screenplay, The Worst Person in the World is also nominated, and that's from Norway. So that's also an um, international film. Mm-hmm. And then there's this movie that I've been hearing about for months, and I still haven't found a way to watch it, Flea. So it's, it's nominated in Best Foreign Film, Best Documentary, and also Best Animated Film. So I think, like, foreign film might be tougher than, like, for example best picture this year because they're like three films like you said that are also just in other categories they're like who's gonna win it in this one yeah 
Yeah, it's it's interesting. Just if like a if best foreign film is like an animated documentary, how fucking wild would that be? Oh, the Velvet Underground stuff didn't get nominated for best documentary. That's sad. No, but it seems like somehow Soul is is running away with that the Quest Love documentary. So anyway, best original screenplay: Belfast, Don't Look Up, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, and like I said earlier, the worst person in the world. Do you have any thoughts on best original screenplay? Any Don't look up how any many... positive thoughts on best orig- original screenplay? Don't look up how many nominees. Do you have any positive thoughts? <laughs> um. Okay, let's move on. If you have no positive thoughts, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, this is the one. This is the one like podcast that Adam McKay would listen to. I'm like, oh my god. Anyway, and then you know what? We're just we're done. In Imagine the if like DMG and asked for like to be on the podcast, and he just like shits on me for like fucking oh, ten minutes straight. I would join him. I'm like, yeah, you're right. You're right, sir. You're right. I don't you're right. Why Mr. I do this McKay. podcast with this absolute tool? Um, just be like, they're just like, yeah. But then, okay. but then, imagine if like. Will Ferrell then DMs you and has to be on the podcast and then shits on ah. me. And then we picked our sides in the, in the Ferrell well, McKay actually, feud. I, have you watched Step Brothers? Of course I watched Step Brothers. Did you find that movie funny? Step Brothers is funny. Hmm. Step Brothers. Step Brothers is also, Anc- is also smart. Like the, the, Ferrell, the Ferrell McKay films are also quite smart. Like Step Brothers I'd... is talking about like white, privilege, not privilege, but like um, white entitlement, white male entitlement. And the fact that like these guys can just like be terrible and just fail up. Same thing with Anchorman. Anchorman is also talking a lot about press and 24 7 news cycle. Obia, you need to open your mind. Not, Not everything is a I mean, Danish there's crime, a, there's crime a, film. There's a good, there's a good, I mean, one up like sort of comedy. I think it's, it's called Network and that's like a 19 like Network is not movies. a comedy. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Network is not a comedy. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure it's a comedy. I mean, I haven't seen it, but I'm pretty sure from the clips and the things I've heard about Network, it's not a comedy. As a Network, as in like, I'm so tired of it, I'm not going to take it anymore. Yeah. I don't think Network is a comedy. I I, I don't know what you're talking about. It's like saying, oh, the President's Man is a comedy. What's wrong with oh, you? Oh, the President's Man is definitely not a comedy. <laughs> uh, Jesus, well, anyway. Is black, it's black comedy. That's funny. No, no. Ackerman anyway. is just, Ackerman okay. wasn't for me. Best Cinematography. Dune. I should win it. Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, The Tragedy of Macbeth, and West Side Story. I mean, like, I wish Belfast was here, but, like, I can't argue with any of the nominees here. Cinematography in all five movies are incredible. I mean, Macbeth, I haven't even seen it, but from the trailers alone, you can touch cinematography. Oh, yeah, that's different nice level. as well. I was going to say Nightmare Alley. Um, have you seen it? Yeah. Summarize that movie in one word. Why? I don't, yeah. Oh, okay, shit. Okay, give me a second. I'll edit this so, so, so the time looks shorter. Dark. <laughs> Isn't there like some big SAT word you could have come up with? I couldn't. Okay. I couldn't. I was on the spot. Thespian, man. Using dark. <laughs> yeah, but you see the problem is that I mean dark in like multiple. I mean dark in terms of the theme. I mean dark in terms of like oh. the look. Okay. I mean dark in terms of the way it starts and ends. See, I'm just, anyway. Um... <laughs> No card counter nominations here. Please listen. <laughs> does he get? <laughs> does Paul Schrader get love from the Academy? That movie was. There was something missing in that movie. Okay. Anyway, um, David Hannigan was good though. I need to catch up on who. 
Tiffany Haddish. Is that you complimenting the black woman? Wow, this she is... She fine as hell. This is, oh, of course. There, there we go. <laughs> Let's do one more. Or rather, the big one. So, best picture nominees are Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, West Side Story. Do you have any thoughts from those Best Picture nominees? Can we just or talk about say, the... this? Is the first, I think this is the first year that the did compulsory 10 nominees for Best Picture. When we go ahead. Um, is 10 movies for Best Picture too much? Why? Because back in my day, we used to have five. Oh Was it five God. or seven? Yes, and then Dark Knight <laughs> would get nominated and the whole world would be complaining. <laughs> Um, any thoughts on this? Why is Don't Look Up here? Um, I actually really like this this list. Um, I've I've looked at it and I can't think of. I'm missing something. There isn't. I mean, obviously, there are some movies that people are people have seen and didn't get didn't get any love at all. For example, Passing by Rebecca Hall. Shiva Baby didn't get any nominations. That's peak. What? Shiva Baby. That's another. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> uh, but That's yeah, movie, I don't know. Man. I think... That's a movie. I think 10 is nice because if we don't do 10, we probably don't get Drive My Car in Best Picture Nominee. I probably don't get Coda in Best Picture Nominee. And like, you want more people to watch those, those films. So yeah, I don't know. I, li- I, I, I like this. I'm just looking at the list. I can't really... I mean, I, I think... Um, I think Power of the Dog is going to win this just because, for example, Belfast doesn't have an editing or a cinematography nomination. Mm-hmm. I, so like I, I think definitely I think if any movie is going to compete with Power of the Dog it's going to be West Side Story not Belfast like we all thought really yeah I just you, I don't think you can win Best Picture without without editing or cinematography nomination that's just not possible mm. and I think West Side Story is the only one I can compete but I still think Power of the Dog will just win like four acting nominations Best Director yeah, Best Screenplay the, that's the favourite isn't it West Side Story didn't get adapted screenplay so like I yeah which means you know what it means if Power of the Dog wins Best Picture what does that mean? It means Netflix has won its first best picture. Netflix has won its first fucking. It means man. Netflix is a best picture winner. Like it means Netflix, Netflix is now is like here to stay. Yeah, they're like that. That's their value. That's like when Amazon Prime won uh, best best comedy series for Mrs. Maisel, or when Hulu best series for Handmaid's Tale. Like that's Handmaid's like we're Tale. here. We're not just a joke anymore. So that's cool. Yeah, and obviously um, Netflix has had a couple of close ones. Like for example, Roma. I think that was the year Green Book one. So. Gosh. Anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, right look, now. it's yeah, okay. Let me just let's just some quick before we run out run out of here. Let's do some quick like. Netflix ha- also had uncut gems as well, which is like a travesty. Yeah, but like, they had Julia Fox before, you know, Julia Fox. Do not. Why are you doing this? <laughs> That's PTSD. You know, you know this. You know, you know, oh we're in love with Julia gosh. Fox before this year happened. Anyway, well, well, um, well. we were in love with her. Yeah. Superlatives, records, and shocks. That's what I have. That's what I have down on my list. So, um, Jane Campion is the first woman with two best director nominations. Which I mean, okay, how 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 is that happening? But okay, do you reckon after she wins best director, she goes on to direct a bad Marvel movie like Chloe? No, Jane, Jane Campion is never directing a Marvel movie. She will um, go on to direct a bad Marvel movie like Chloe Zhao. I I don't know what you're talking about. All I heard was go on to direct a bad Marvel movie. I didn't hear the rest of that statement. <laughs> 
Kenneth Branagh is now the first person to nominated in seven Oscar categories. Can you guess the seven? Hold on, hold on. I need to. Can you guess the seven without like looking it up on Google? I mean, fair play to the guy though. You know, does movies with his Christopher Nolan here and there. And directs what he wants to direct. Anyway, OBR is not going to answer the question. <laughs> he directed Thor. Before, wow. just, do you not know who Kenneth... This guy's been here for time. Do you time. not know who Kenneth Brunner is? I know who he is. I just didn't know he directed this many movies. No, as in, I mean, do, do you think like it was just someone that just came out last year? Like, do you not know his resume? Wasn't he with... Emma Thompson. Uh, Emma Thompson. Yeah. Anyway, so before this, Kenneth Brunner was noted in five different categories, obviously. Director, actor, supporting actor, screenplay, adapted screenplay, and live action short. Um, yeah, and he joined Clooney and Warren Beatty as the only people to have received nominations in every eligible major category. So picture, director, lead, supporting actor, and both original and screenplay. Anyway, what else is big this year? You mentioned this earlier, but Penelope Cruz and Javier Bardem, obviously a couple, both nominated this year. Kirsten Dunst and our boy Jesse Plemond, both nominated this year. Sure. And it's both their first, first nominations, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Happy for them. Uh, Bradley Cooper now has nine Oscar nominations, which is just like wild, like nine, nine. Yeah, um, still no win. So, no matter how bad Maestro is, they just have to give him at least one. <laughs> yeah, um, Denzel Washington now has ten Oscar nominations, and he's <laughs> and still legend, no BAFTA man. nomination. No BAFTA so, nominations. He's <laughs> bro. The BAFTAs are racist. Your people are racist. Not one BAFTA nomination. Nah, I think I think the BAFTA um, just big up British people, man. It, it, okay, so not <laughs> one. He did Shakespeare this year and he still didn't get nominated. Yeah, fucking Brexit. Um, Brexit yeah, he's, no, Brexit. he's the most nominated black actor in Oscar history with 10. Um, Kristen Stewart and Ariana DeBose are the first openly LGBTQ plus actors to be nominated since Sir Ian McKellen 20 years ago in 2002. Um, Troy Kotzer, who stars in Coda, is the first deaf male nominee ever. Who's Cody Smith McPhee? He's, no, he's noted for Power of the Dog. Had you heard of him before Power of the Dog? Yeah, he wasn't like... You know those X-Men, the ones with McAvoy and Fassbender? The good ones. He was there. Oh, the good ones. Those ones. <laughs> oh my gosh, those last two were fucking terrible, man. Yeah, he was Nightcrawler in those ones, I believe. No... He wasn't. He wasn't the bad ones, man. The bad ones. ones. Oh wow. Okay, I thought it wasn't the good ones. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't the bad ones. Yeah, it wasn't the bad ones. Yeah. Oh, it was Nightcrawler. Yeah, Nightcrawler was in first. First Nightcrawler came in. Oh yeah. Gosh, what's his name? Fastbender was so good in the first one as well. I think X Men First Class is one of my. It's probably my best X Men movie. I think that's it's either First Class or X Two. Yeah. Yeah. I think this Future Past is overly overhyped. I prefer First Class. They were talking about bending. That thing was so fucking stupid. The discourse after that movie was so stupid, man. You see, like fanboys arguing with scientists about like time travel. I wanted to just anyway. Um... It was terrible. <laughs> oh. Who do you reckon will go on the most shameless campaign journey right now? From now to yeah, but we don't see the campaign. That's the thing. No, no, but we see the interviews. We see yeah, the... but you have to do interviews for the movies now. I mean, if. Warner Brothers is smart. They are putting Will Smith on, on every late night talk show because he's Will Smith. Like, he could go and promote anything. Mm-hmm. We might see a bit of Cumberbatch. Actually, I doubt it. But we might see a bit of Cumberbatch. Um, I don't actually know who will do the shameless. Who do you think? I feel like you have an answer. That's why you asked the question. 
now I'll just ask you, man. So, like, explain to our listeners what, like, campaign for... Because I think that's... No, for, for Oscars just means, like... No, I said all five of our listeners, but sorry, continue. All five of our listeners, that's, gosh. 50, you mean. Ooh. So, can you explain what, like, campaigning means and oh. why... Um, okay, well, I mean, not that I think anything in this world is given fairly anymore, but, like, so... Like, the Oscar campaign is another thing that you can kind of, like, chalk up to the crimes of Harvey Weinstein. Mm-hmm. So, like, in the late 90s, he started very aggressively pushing the films that he used to produce. And they would, like, host, like, screening parties and things. Like, I don't know, know the Invite details. So, journalists. Yeah, parties, exactly. I don't, so yada, don't yada, yada. rely on me as the source. Look it up. But it's, it's very widely reported. Yeah. So, it would... It would involve obviously putting out your actors out in interviews, invite maybe journalists to watch the movies, and then yeah, let, let them write like puff pieces as well. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, he he's was quite bad. Like he he was very close to like Golden Globes kind of terrible. But like the problem is that even though it's reduced in past years, it's still not just like you. It's like an election now. It's you. Yeah, everyone. You go I on mean, campaign. You your... talk about your film. You talk about you. Warner Brothers will host a movie for a movie screening of Dune and King Richard or whatever, and you talk about the film, the stars be there, they talk about it, and people watch it and know it. Yeah. It's not as bad as having Weinstein, which obviously really bordered on, like, bribery, but it's... Google Harvey Weinstein, Gwyneth Paltrow, uh, Shakespeare in Love. Shakespeare in Love is the most blatant yeah. campaign BS ever. But now it's it's really just now, like, a normal, like, an election campaign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's a bit less shameless. Yeah, that's that's basically it. I think I don't think there's any big deep thing. What do you so? What do you think as as a whole? Do you think this is like? I mean, should we even talk, we haven't even looked at it. I, let me actually look at the like the racial diversity of the acting nominees. I mean, yeah, I was look, earlier on. I was looking at like the best actor, like the actress and supporting actresses. So out of the acting nominees, how many are white? Would you classify Javier Bardem as white? No. Okay. No. This is incredible podcasting, by the way. This time we're just counting. Um, Olivia Coleman has got three Oscar nominations in three years. When did you count? I counted six. Oh, they are not white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, six are not white. So fourteen are fourteen are white. Out of that fourteen, one is deaf. Right, right. Okay. One is deaf. Um, I don't know. Is that good? Is six out of four. <laughs> is six out of twenty. Hashtag diversity. Hashtag inclusion. That's a quarter of them, right? Six out of twenty. You take it, you know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like it's better than it's better than zero out of twenty, like we had a few years back. Oh so, my gosh! Uh, um, uh, yeah, I mean, what? There are three white men in the best director, one white woman, and one Asian man. So I, I don't know what that says. I just I just know it's a thing. Um, Will Smith now has four four Oscar nominations because he got two today for best actor and best picture. Oh, that's, that's cool. Oh, I think you need to distinguish between like acting nominations and like producer nominations. It's still a nomination, I guess. But like, I'll tell you the I mean, producers is. But I think so. What's have you produced a movie? Well, well, uh-huh. well, I've produced a certain time. No, your OnlyFans tape. Because <laughs> like the responsibilities of like different producers range. Some of them is just like give me the money and let me do my own thing. Well, some others are. You know, I'm um, actually going to be side by side with the director. Yeah, but Best Picture picks producers. The money is like executive producer. So Best Picture, you write the people that are like kind of like on set essentially. 
uh, Moonlight, for example, right now. Mm-hmm. Moonlight was produced by Plan B, which is obviously Brad Pitt's incredible production company. So Brad Pitt's an executive producer on that. But he didn't win the Oscar as a producer. I believe it was Didi Gardner is the like so basically plan b has a producer that is on set and doing like the work right so i think for the oscars like when they say producer those are the guys are like like you said uh right there with the director and uh, okay talking about okay. script and all that and all all that stuff didn't pit then, didn't pit win for like was it 12 years 12 years yeah i think because obviously 12 years he was an actor in that so i'm assuming he was like the on same same thing with like big shows he would have been like the, the producer for that but then when it's when he's not the producer he's like the executive producer he's the guy that is Obviously, mm-hmm. signing the checks. And producers and like, would be the ones to tell. Let's say you make a movie, right? It's you, and you want to make it five hours. The producer would be like, "Are you fucking insane?" <laughs> yeah. Cut that down to yeah. Need to cut that down to one one hour. Yeah, they help minutes. you cast it. Okay. They help you crew things like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's funny because I'm actually um, I'm working on a short film right now that I'm producing, and I'm just like, I, what's that like then? It's weird because obviously the last one I did, I wrote and directed, and we produced it because we didn't have any money and everything. But like now, it's weird because like. You have ideas, but also you're not in charge. Someone else is in charge because yeah. she she wrote and directed. So I can all I can do is give opinions. I can't say, "Do you want to try it this way?" I can't say, "This is the way you should try it." I was gonna say, yeah, because you're so used to being in charge, don't you? So it's like, yeah, you're someone so else's bitch for for a bit. This is not happening, but sometimes, thankfully, but sometimes you just have to like let them fall themselves. Yeah, I mean, but I think if you have, I was watching this thing with like Guy Ritchie. And he was like, thinking about guys, you tell him your idea, he'll tell you, oh, that's the most stupid idea I've ever heard in my life. But, you know, two days later, he'll be like, you know that thing about your idea, right? We're going to actually put that in. Yeah, fuck so it. So that's one way He's of working. <laughs> am, I, am I his child? That he will insult no. me and then come back two days later? Tarantino will literally tell you to your face, that's dumb. We're not yeah, doing right, that. Yeah, why not Tarantino? He does his stuff. He's no writer, director, everything. He doesn't want anything. He said, follow my fucking scripts. Because he's a fucking maniac. Who apparently is only making 10 movies. Can you believe Do you actually believe that? He's been saying it. He says he wants to do that thing. I think he wants to do a play as well or something. Uh, he has a kid now. So I think he lives kid, in yeah. Israel. Anyway. Does he? <laughs> yeah, I think I think he's, his new wife is Israeli. And I think he's been living in Israel oh for a while. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, so obvi- obviously, guys, between now and the Oscars, we're still talking about movies. Obviously, we brought out Don't Look Up earlier this week. Next week, I'm talking about musicals. Then we're going to talk about so many other movies and movie stars. Obviously, we'll be back eventually. We'll talk about Power of the Dog, Belfast, and some of that. We have some cool ideas and cool concepts that I hope you guys like. And of course, we'll be back just before the Oscars to give our predictions. And then, like last time, we'll be chucking down the coffee. Well, not me, because I, I hate coffee. Child. But we'll be staying up late after the Oscars to give our live reactions. And maybe... Something happens again that puts him into a panic attack. I I don't think I'm as invested in in anything. So this time I'll just, maybe I want the chaos. I'm not as invested as I was with Chadwick last, last year. year your so. face was so funny, man. You know how That's people beautiful. do all like the reaction videos and stuff. If you could just put like one on your face, because yours yeah, was just was like just, a mix that was of just like disgust. It just didn't make sense. Disgust, sadness, and anger. All in one. That's perfect. That's actually a perfect combination. <laughs> and I was just there, just like I was, you know, just watching it, and it was just it was um, that was cinema. Dude, that was silly, but... Um, quick shout-out to, obviously, my co-host, Tobia Georgie Fiatra, now known as Jibs. Ajibola, Yes, that as well. <laughs> and, obviously, our producers, Ebu Kanamani, um, social producer, Chinedu Heji. Um, yeah, like I said, go check out our last episode on Monday, where we talk about Leo and our favorite performances that should have won him an Oscar. And, of course, we'll be back on Monday, when we'll be joined by Oscar winner, 
He was winning Oscar this time last year. Daniel Kaluuya. Bye, guys. Not Sydney Sweeney? Oh. Oh, my God.